0: Good morning, everyone. Good to see you here today. Uh, Tell you like an old fellow I used to know. He he thought this was the best joke in the world. I haven't seen you since last month, so hard to believe it's already March. But um, glad you could be here. And go ahead and get a Bible and let's jump into the last section of the 68th Psalm. And um, again. I, I've read several things that give this psalm various topics and themes. But um, in, in many ways, it is just, uh, again, just a, uh, a broad painting with a broad stroke. Um, just uh, David lists a number of things uh, that Israel should be uh, praising the Lord for. Uh, again, as the Ark of the Covenant was being brought home, Brought back to Jerusalem, and um, David was kind of leading the procession, the parade, uh, and he was singing this song and reminding the people of Israel uh, of, uh, of again the goodness uh, of God and all that he had done for them and all of his provision. Um, and just kind of to rehearse for a moment uh, in the first six verses, it is just a, a prayer for the coming of uh, the Messiah, the coming of God. Uh, then he spends a lengthy section in uh, verses uh, 7 through 18, uh, reminding uh, the people to uh, of God's guidance and how He had uh, looked over them uh, and provided for them. Uh, verses uh, 19 uh, through uh, 27 that we covered Saturday uh, are really prophetic. Uh, they look towards the coming Messiah. Uh, and then this final section, uh, we're going to see, uh, beginning in uh, verse 28, uh, that he is going to uh, ask the people and encourage them uh, to pray that God would uh, continue uh, to demonstrate his uh, his love for them, that he would continue to take care of them, continue to. Uh, to provide for them as he has uh, in the past And so uh, as we pick up in uh, verse 28 that um, is uh, where we're going to uh, going to get to start this uh, this morning and uh, again we're seeing uh, again as this uh, group moves towards Jerusalem bringing uh, again the Ark of the Covenant, uh, back to uh, back to, uh, to back to Zion, uh, and again, this ark symbolizes the very presence of God uh, among His people, um, and. <clears throat> David is calling out, uh, singing, leading the people uh, to call on God uh, to continue uh, to lead them to victory uh, over their uh, multiple uh, enemies. And so, beginning in verse uh, 28, he says, Thy God, excuse me, uh, thy God uh, hath commanded thy strength. Uh, Strengthen, O God, that which thou hast wrought us and so uh as we pick up there again we we see David just uh reminding the people to continue uh to take care of him. his David's heart uh was that the people of Israel and all nations uh, not just Israel but that all nations uh, would uh would, would praise the Lord that all of them would come uh that all nations would come uh to worship God and so uh he begins by praying commanded thy strength strengthen, O God." that which thou hast uh, wrought for us. Uh, because of thy temple at Jerusalem shall kings bring presents unto thee. Uh, and so again, he is desiring it. His prayer is uh, that other nations would uh, begin to uh, comprehend Jehovah. Uh, again, um, this was a time, when I know there are still... <clears throat> many religions and many uh, world systems, religion systems out there. Uh, But in that time, it was almost as if every nation had their own god. Uh, or collection of gods. And uh, so many times when they would come to war, uh, it was not just nation against nation, uh, but it was seen as my God versus your God. And the winner of the, of the battle, uh, the, the, their God was considered to be uh, the most powerful God. Uh, and so David is praying, uh, his desire is is that all the nations that the kings uh, would uh, see uh, that the God of Israel uh, is the God is the only God, and that they would uh, that they would uh, change their uh, I guess you could say they change their religious ways. Um, it wasn't that they weren't uh, that many of these other nations weren't religious. In fact, uh, you could probably say some of them were even more religious than Israel. Uh, it was just a false religion. And so David is praying uh, that they would uh, that they would see uh, the error of their ways uh, and turn to Jehovah. Uh, and uh, I think that's a good model for us today. It's not so much uh, that our world is not religious; uh, it's just that so many uh, are caught up in false religion uh, instead of worshiping uh, Jesus Christ. And uh, and so David is praying that they would uh, they would uh, they would see that. Uh, and he goes on, he says, rebuke the company of spearmen, the multiple, multitude of the bulls uh, with the calves of the people till everyone submit himself with pieces of silver, scatter thou the people that delight uh, in war. And so uh, again, David is, is continuing to pray uh, that God would step in and and, uh, and punish uh get the attention of, I don't know exactly how to, uh, to say that, but um, that, uh, that they would, uh, the, the enemies of Israel. And he talks about uh, the bulls here, the bulls represent, uh, these animals are, are the enemies uh, of, uh, of Israel, um, and the spearmen are the, the enemies, uh, of, uh, of Israel. Uh, some, uh, believe actually that the, the spearmen actually specifically refers, uh, to, to Egypt and Pharaoh. Uh, but again, God is, uh, David is praying, uh, that God would lead, uh, these other nations represented again by as, as bulls and calves, uh, that he would, uh, God would literally force them. Uh, into submission, that they would bring uh, offerings of silver uh, and scatter uh, those that delight in war. If they, if they refuse uh, to worship uh, God, um, David prays that they'd be scattered, that they would be wiped out. Uh, and so uh, again, uh, he, he continues uh, in uh, verse 31, princes shall come out of Egypt, Ethiopia shall soon stretch out uh, her hands uh, unto God. And so again, he, he's already said, scatter them. Uh, if, uh, if these nations that, um, are opposed to Israel, uh, refuse to worship God, he says, them, break them, uh, that God would, uh, would take their power from them, uh, and that he would, uh, again, that he would bring them, uh, to their knees. And again, th- those are sometimes, uh, you know, hard, <clears throat> hard passages for us as um, in the New Testament time to, we've talked about imprecatory Psalms, they're difficult for us to, uh, to get our mind around sometimes that David would pray for other nations To be destroyed, Um, but um, you know again when you think what David David is praying uh, for the best of God's people. He again he has prayed, uh, Lord, humble them, bring them to Israel, let them uh, bring presents. He he says, you know, humble them that they would serve God. But if they refuse uh, to serve God, if they refuse to serve you, uh, God break them so that they don't harm, uh, Israel so that they don't harm, uh, your people. And, uh, you know, again, I don't think that is a, um, for me anyway, it may be for some people, but for me, uh, I I don't, um, you know, I I don't really have an issue with that prayer. Uh, you know, God protect your people, uh, whatever it takes. Again, he prays first for them to, uh, to see jehovah to worship jehovah but if they're not going to do that uh, lord break them but don't let them harm uh, your people uh, and he goes on sing unto god ye kingdom of the earth sing praises unto the lord to him that rideth upon the heavens of uh, heaven of heavens which were of old lo he does send out his voice and that a mighty voice, um, and so he brings this psalm. Um, so he brings it home. Uh, he, can, he closes this psalm by uh, ordering uh, everyone—not not just Israel—but uh, he orders sing you kingdoms of the earth. Uh, so he orders all the nations uh, to praise the Lord. Uh, and he uses the word there, you'll notice, the, the capital L uh, and then lowercase O-R-D uh, is the Hebrew name um, Adonai. Uh, and this emphasizes again, God as, as master. And, uh, and and so he is ordering that all the nations should uh, should humble themselves and serve uh, the Lord uh, and serve, uh, again, the God of Israel. And ascribe you strength unto God, his excellency is over Israel and his strength is in the clouds. O oh God, thou art terrible out of the holy places. The God of Israel is he that giveth strength and power unto his people. Blessed be God. Uh, and so his final uh, verse of this song is, Uh, is that all of us need to, uh, we need to praise the Lord uh, and tell others uh, about him, uh, that uh, that we give uh, him the credit that he deserves. Again, when he says, ascribe you strength unto God, he's saying that we acknowledge him, we uh, proclaim, we tell others uh, of his power, uh, that uh, we acknowledge his uh, great majesty, and we share that uh, with others. And uh, as we look at that psalm, and again, there are things uh, that we've already seen as we've come through 68 psalms now uh, that sometimes are very difficult uh, for us to look at and go, oh yeah, that, that makes sense in today's world because some of them are very, uh, again, some of the imprecatory things. And when he's praying for the destruction of other nations for some, uh, that's a very difficult, uh, difficult concept. But here's here's the thing i would remind you of, that the God That David is encouraging uh, praise and worship of in the 68th psalm is still God. He is still all powerful, His power is still. Uh, beyond our uh, possible uh, understanding. He's still working wonders for us, uh, just as he did for the people of Israel. He may have not brought us through uh, across uh, a Red Sea or uh, brought us through uh, some of the miracles and things that he did for them. But uh, again, he has done uh, great things uh, and he is doing, uh, continues to do great things uh, for his people, uh, and that ultimately uh, God brings about his purpose, just as he did with Israel, Um, that his purpose was, uh, to kind of use a lot of the background of Israel here, was ultimately to bring the people of Israel into the land that he had promised them. Well, he had to literally, literally move heaven and earth um, as he divided the Red Sea, as he uh, brought water from rocks, as he led them uh, with fire uh, at night, cloud by day. God literally moved heaven and earth as he brought down the walls of Jericho, as um, all those events that took place to bring them to uh, this land that he described as flowing uh, with milk and honey. He accomplished uh, his purpose, um, even though as we read the story, sometimes it seems like Israel is doomed. Uh, they're outnumbered, they're outmanned, they're out, you know, outgunned, they're in disarray, they're divided among themselves, and yet God still uh, accomplishes his purpose. And I think the lesson, one of the, the big lessons for us today is, uh, is just that. Let's, let's worship the Lord. Let's call others uh, to praise him because he ultimately uh, will be glorified and will accomplish uh, his purpose. He will, uh, and it's easy to watch the news and it's easy to get discouraged, but God will. Uh, the Bible tells us every knee shall bow and every tongue confess um, and, and that they will continue, uh, that he will continue to fulfill his purpose, and his plan. And so we just continue uh, to worship him and praise him and tell others about him. Huge challenge, huge challenge for us today because there are so many uh, obstacles and so many things that discourage us um, and, uh, so many enemies, uh, that are, that are out to, to attack the church and the people of God. Um, but just as David reminds, uh, these people, God is still on the throne. Never forget that. All right. Hope that helps you. Hope that encourages you today. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.